Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to What the Wealth. This is episode three, and we're going to continue our conversation on goals. We had a good conversation a couple weeks ago with Anthony Ruffalo, certified financial planner, and we just walked through and talked about goals, how how he guides his clients to make their investment decisions and their goals. We're going to talk a little bit more today about you know how do you actually plan for goals, types of goals, and what it takes to really implement you know goal planning strategy. So at a high level. There's many, many types of goals, but at a high level, there's really three main types. They can be categorized as short-term goals, medium-term goals, and long-term goals. So short-term goals would be goals maybe two to five years away. Medium-term goals could be goals five to 10 years away. And long-term goals would be goals that are 10 plus years into the future. Now, you can also do multi-goal planning. So you may have short-term goals at the same time that you have medium and long-term goals, or you may have a medium-term goal and two or three long-term goals. So goals are broken up into time horizons, short-term, medium-term, and long-term, but you can do also, like I said, multi-goal planning where you're planning multiple goals at one time. In order to plan for your goals. One, I really think it needs to be written down. This helps you monitor, track, and just kind of bring your your goal to life instead of just keeping it boxed up in your mind. So I go back to the acronym SMART goals for this. You want your goal to be specific. So that would detail what do you actually want to achieve. You want to be measurable. How will you be able to track it? You want to be achievable. How can the goal be accomplished? You want to be relevant. Why is this goal important to you? And you want it to be time-bound. When do you want to achieve this goal? So there are a couple of ways I think that we can further expound on that SMART goals acronym. One, I think it's just important to make the goal visible. You know, if you type it up, maybe you print it out, maybe you tape it on your computer, hang it on a bulletin board, put a reminder on your phone to alert you. But you want to do something that creates a cadence that you see that goal so that it's constantly in your mind so that you know to be thinking about it, taking action to to pursue it. The second thing is is you want to be able to feel your goal. And this this is a little abstract. But once you write down your goal, and ideally with a SMART goal, strategy. So it's not just I want to run a 5k, but you want to run a 5k and how fast, by what date, you know, is it achievable? But you want to write under there a short paragraph, maybe a couple of sentences that just says how would make you feel if you accomplished your goal. So if your goal, like I said, is to lose weight or your goal is to run a marathon or save X number of dollars or you know go on vacation whatever the goal may be, just write down a couple of lines below it, how that goal makes you feel, 
so that you can kind of put some energy and some drive behind accomplishing that goal. The next thing you want to do is you want to take action. So you want to create little tasks that will help build momentum to pursuing your goal. So as you complete a task, then you move to the next task. Once you complete the next task, you move to the third task. What that does is it builds momentum. And as the momentum builds, you start to get more and more and more energy and your focus starts to really hone in towards your goal and you increase your success, your probability of achieving that goal. But by breaking it down into smaller tasks, you know, you actually, you actually build that momentum. The fourth thing that I think is important is just sharing your goal. If you keep your goals to yourself, if you keep your goals to in your mind and, and not written down, then you have no accountability partner. You have no accountability really to yourself, or I guess yourself is the only accountability partner. And if you end up not achieving it, then you just shrug it off like it's no big deal. But if you make your goal known and you tell maybe your spouse, a family member, a friend, coworkers, your business partners, but if you bring those goals to light and you share what those goals are, then you've got someone to help hold you accountable. You know, how are you doing in your weight loss goal? How are you doing in your goal towards running a marathon? You know, did you, did you run today? That helps continue to provide support so that you're, you know, continue to stay on pace, stay on track in pursuit of that goal. There's a couple of other ideas that I think are important in identifying your goals. One, I think it's important to really understand your core values. So these would be three to five you know, values or fundamental beliefs for you and your family. And this is kind of a good way to frame your goals and what's important to you. These would be different goals than I want to buy a car in four years or I want to run a marathon. These are a little bit higher level goals. So a couple of examples of core values would be you want to be a good steward of resources and philanthropic giving then your family focus may be sharing your resources with others or with those that are less fortunate. So your, your core value is philanthropic giving. Your focus is going to be how can you give back? How can you use your blessings and what you've done to help provide for others, either in time and spending time volunteering, just being with other people, maybe in, in monetary monetarily where you're you're providing you know monies to help you know someone else but creating and, and marrying your values and your focus will kind of be able to help you create an, an overarching goal for you and your family so you know i think we've we've gone through a lot and we've talked about several different types of goals we've talked about timing of goals whether they're short-term, intermediate, you know, or long-term. We've talked a little bit about multi-goal planning, not a lot, but just that you, you can, you know, have multiple goal time horizons going on at the same time. We've talked about the idea of SMART goals, that your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. We've talked about making your goals visible, taking action, sharing them with others so that you've got 
you know, an accountability, you know, someone to help make sure you follow up on these goals. And then we've also talked about, you know, the idea that you, you've, you have some core values. Those core values help shape your core focus. And that core focus will help kind of derive an overarching goal so that when you look back on life, you know, you can say, yes, my life was successful because I was able to do X, Y, Z things. And I think that if you're able to do some higher level goals, like the example I use of philanthropic and giving back, whether it be with time or with money, then your life is filled with more purpose and more value than just, you know, monetary things. That's usually where we get the most value, the most sense of worth, you know, when, when we're able to help and do, do for others. So this is a, a wrap on our goal conversation. You know, in March, we're going to talk about, you know, understanding taxes and how those work. I'm going to have a, a CPA on to help walk through how to just be prepared for, for tax season and how they play a role in your investment and your goals. So I look forward to seeing you in future episodes. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Thanks. Create the life you love. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial.